as of late. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, why do Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Very good Thursday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. We are the McFarlands. It's a little bit redundant, but I just want to let you know, in case you didn't hear the open, in case you didn't hear me say it right out of the gates, I said it for a third time. Darren and Justin here, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Damon Keene is alongside. We've got an action-packed show for you again on another gorgeous day. It's been a beautiful week this week here in music city steve mm-hmm. layman will join us in about 15 minutes uh from news channel five and we'll talk uh all things titans with him let's bring in uh someone you're going to hear justin from now until we get to get to christmas okay our man pat sprudito former nashville cats two-time nashville cats head coach former titans coach now the big cheese, just the man in the scouting department for the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know. There's a third time open and available here for the Cats, Coach. The Cats are coming back. <laughs> that is true. Pat Sperduto on the line with us. Pat, how we doing? How you guys doing? Darren and Justin. I, I, I'm going to start going Justin and Darren because I always put the better-looking one first. Thank you, sir. Wow. Thank wow, you. I'll just take right, that. That's I'll, how it's going to be. That. I'll take right it. out of the gate. Thank you, sir. He's a professional scout. He would know. Jeez. <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh, wow. So, oh, you moved Justin higher up on the draft board. Okay, I got oh, you. Oh man, I got you. Good stuff. <laughs> how uh, you guys doing? What is what is going on? Well, uh, that's why we're having you on. Let's let's tell everybody what is going on because it is that time of year. And uh, it's something that um, you have uh, – I, I don't even know what's – it's speaking of cats. It's back when you were the head coach of the cats. That's how long this has been going on. But that, that is called a scene setter or setting the table. Now it's up to you, Pat, to take the ball and run with it. Okay. I'll take the ball. Well, I actually, this, this started way back when I was in college in Massachusetts. I uh, – for one Christmas, I just said, you know what? I used to drive uh, on my way home. I would go down a, a, a Mass Pike, which is like a pretty popular area. And then when you get off, you drive through the city. And I had seen so many homeless people curled up in, in like storefronts, uh, you know, around Christmas time at night. And I, and I just decided, you know what, for this Christmas, I'm going to, I'm going to ask my sisters and my, my parents for blankets and go out on Christmas Christmas Eve, it, it, the first time I did it, and just drop off blankets to as many homeless people as I could. And I had, I don't know, I think I got 100 blankets donated from my family. And that's really how it started. Then when I got to Nashville, uh, my wife and I said, you know what, 
why don't we go out downtown and, and, and just drive around and see if we can and we we went out and bought i think 50 blankets and 50 subway sandwiches um and we decided we were going to start it here in nashville and that was you know 27 years ago and then next thing i know i had uh I had other families that were just as, as giving and they wanted to, to take part in it. And, and it really, it grew into that. And we had so many great people that have helped us through the years. And, and Darren, you and your family enjoyed it just as much as we do. It, it's an opportunity just to give back a little, one day, Christmas day, we go out in the morning and we will drop off meals donated by, by Yogi's Pizzeria. And uh, remember that, Yogi's Pizzeria, because that's where you're going to drop off any donations. So Yogi's Pizzeria is, is it's, um, it's at 4825 Trousdale Drive, Unit 236 in Nashville. And he is going to take the donations that are given to, uh, given to us, and everything that's donated is delivered. There's no, you know, it's all, it's all about taking care of the people in this city that are less fortunate and, and are struggling. And for Christmas Day, we'll go out and we'll give them a meal. And then the donations that we're looking for are blankets, gloves, and socks. And that's it. And if, if people can drop off new blankets, gloves, and socks to, to Yogi's Pizzeria on um, 4825 Trousdale Drive in Nashville, Unit 236, you can't miss it. It's right on the corner. So if you can drop them off, we're going to deliver them for you so you now become part of a Christmas Day giving to other people. So, And that's really what it comes down to. We're going to, you know, in the past we, we tried to do clothes, we tried to do bags, but the three most important necessities are going to be blankets, gloves, and socks, and that's why we do that. And, and, and we're going to have a, a whole bunch of stuff to give away, and we're going to make sure we take care of these people that need it. And you've talked to people, the, the homeless population and what's going on in our city has grown exponentially since all this it started. It has. And I've seen it through the years. Obviously, with the city growing, the homeless population grows. And, and you know from having been out there all these years that, it, you know, a lot of people are just down on their luck. They, get, they have a bad circumstance, and then there are some that, that really uh, – unfortunately just need help they just need somebody for one day to care for them and that's really what we're doing we're just trying to give back we we've been so blessed in our lives and and i say it all the time how grateful i am to to have a a family the way i do and to have friends the way i do and it's our way to give back to them and and a lot of this is and you know this darren it's as much as giving them a meal or giving them a blanket it, it's talking to them and letting them feel like, you know, hey, somebody cares. And, and that's really what a lot of these people need to motivate them. And uh, I was downtown about six months ago, and it was, it was pretty funny. I, I was meeting a friend, and, and sure enough, uh, a guy comes up to me, and he goes, I know you. And I was like, okay. And he said, <laughs> don't you come around at Christmas? I said, yes, I do, actually. He goes, yeah, I remember you. I remember your daughter. She was so nice to me. I couldn't. You know, and that feeling that, so it, it, believe me, and, and everybody that, that's a part of this knows it's selfish because I get so much out of it knowing that I've done a little thing for somebody else. And that's my way to, to give myself a present for Christmas is I'm helping somebody else, and it makes me feel a little bit better for that day. So, 
So don't think that we're not we're not getting something out of it. We're getting that 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 you know gratification for that moment that we did something, and that's really what it, what it comes down to. And we're so lucky. And and again, I just want to mention Yogi's Pizzeria. Yogi and and, and his wife are, are awesome people. They've been making meals for us the last ten years. Uh, he has a whole army come in that morning, and they put them together and bag them up with. Uh, these beautiful bags that are donated from uh, St. Edward's School. The kids, you know, they, they decorate the bags in Christmas themes. And, and like I said, ev- everything we do is for them. And then uh, the other way you can, you can get involved in this is my daughter actually has moved back to Nashville, which is awesome. And uh, her, her, she has an Instagram and a Facebook page that if you look up Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, Sperduto, S-P-E-R-D-U-T-O, she has a little uh, web, whatever, web page. I'm, I'm, I am IT illiterate. But she has a web page where you can also <laughs> donate, and every single penny that is donated will be for purchasing new gloves, new socks, and new blankets. Every single penny. This is what we're going to do on our end. Uh, another couple of opportunities for you to, to help out. On Tuesday, we will be down in Murfreesboro. People down in Rutherford County listening on 107.9. We will be at Single Tree Barbecue, which is uh, 2805 Old Fort Parkway down in the borough. We're going to do our show down there on Tuesday. An opportunity for you to come in with new socks or new gloves or new blankets. And if you do so, Charlie, the owner, has been nice enough to give you a free pork sandwich. Their food is amazing. You're about to find that out on Tuesday. On Thursday of next week, so a week from today, we'll be up north of town. We'll be in Hendersonville at the new Birdie Bros, which just opened in Hendersonville, and that is 300 Indian Lake Boulevard, Suite uh, 160 there in that uh, shopping center. That's, a two another amazing place that you can come in there, hang out, have fun. They've got great food and drinks. But uh, and, and you can play golf, hence the name Birdie Bros. Hmm. You've got the simulators. They're fantastic. But you can come in and uh, donate as well. So a couple of opportunities for this show next week. If you're south of town and you can pop into Murfreesboro, we'll be at Single Tree Barbecue on uh, Old Fort Parkway, 2805 on Tuesday. And on Thursday, we'll be north of town at the new Birdie Bros, which is 300 Indian Lake Boulevard, Suite 160, there in Hendersonville. So you have basically you have three places in this city to drop off stuff, and, yep. and I can't thank you guys enough at WNSR and 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 Darren and Justin. You guys are, have been so supportive and have been a part of this and a part of our family. And I can't thank you guys enough. You, you know how much you mean to me, and and the city means to me, and, and that's really what it comes down to. I just I just want to give back to this city because it's given me so much, and you guys I know feel the same way. Well, for you, you know, taking a shot at me and singing his praises at the beginning, he should <laughs> say something on television about it, you know? I mean, it's an honor, Coach. You're going to say all those nice things about him. We might be able to work something out. We can work something out there. <laughs> I got you, Justin. 
Thank you, Coach. It's it's an honor to be associated with you and associated with this uh, a great thing that you're trying to do for the community. We look forward to uh, collecting a lot of items to help out a lot of people because it grows every single year. Uh, the population here in Nashville grows and the homeless population grows as well. And the need continues to be great as we've got so many homeless camps uh, that are popping up around the city and uh, people just looking for somewhere to go and some support. So thank you, sir, for all your efforts and everything you're doing. You know, I'm, I'm the one that's blessed and I, and I can't thank you guys enough. And, and really, like the people in this city are so giving. That's the first thing, you know, 27 years ago when I got here. First thing I noticed is, you know, I grew up in the inner city, and you, you know, your car breaks down, and you're you're more afraid of who's going to pull over and, and and you know bother you. Here, your car breaks down, and six people pull over to help you fix it. You know, it's uh, it's sure. what has made this city so special, and I, I couldn't have picked a better place in, in in the world to raise my kids, and and this community means that much to me. I, I owe it way more than it than than uh than than it's given me so i i can't thank him enough and, and this is my way to try to do something and and it doesn't shock me when we get turnouts like we have that have helped us so thank you everybody i keep saying it every year it, it, it just becomes overwhelming at times and it makes me feel so good about about being part of nashville to your point on how much it's grown in the city you know we used to and we've done this for so many years pat that um it was always focused on downtown well as this mm. all continues mm-hmm. to grow, it spreads yep. out into the communities. And yep. on my drive home on 24 from here every day, when I'm usually going two miles an hour on 24 trying to get to Rutherford County, and I've got all the time in the world to look around because I could walk faster than I'm actually driving for most of the drive. <laughs> when I get to Harding, there was for a good, good while, Yeah, I mean... Underneath the bridge, yeah. communities. I mean, absolutely full of stuff and all around that bridge right there at, at the Harding exit. Well, well I just noticed it yesterday, Pat. I drove home well, with Justin. Yeah. I, yeah. I, again, no, it's real. I was putting along yep. going two miles an hour, and there were two um, dumpsters. Yeah. And apparently, I don't know if it's the city. I don't know how this works, Justin. You would know better I than do. us. It was completely clean. Yeah. There wasn't a drop of anything. Yeah. There was mattresses. There was there was nothing. Yeah. So you you were aware of this? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. That I mean well, So that obviously just happened. Yes, yes. The city or the state, either one, depends okay. on whose property it is. Both of them have a vested interest at this point in uh removing homeless camps around the city. And it's an effort to try to get them off the street, but they're trying a variety of things. They really are, you know, the mobile housing and all kinds of, I I can get into all kinds of things, but I mean, they they really are trying in an effort to not have the camps. Uh, That's what they want is they want to stop these congregations of people uh, off of the interstate. They feel like it's dangerous and it's a detriment to everybody. So uh, again, this goes back to, to what coach you're talking about and making sure people get the things that they need which is what you're collecting for. So uh, Yogi's Pizza, Darren and I will be doing our parts and uh, Hendersonville and out in Murfreesboro. So we're hoping to uh, uh, draw some turnout and hopefully get some people uh, a lot of the things that they need to survive this winter and beyond. You guys are awesome. I, I, I There's no way I can thank you enough, like I said. And then don't forget, if, if you have, if you can't get somewhere to any of these drop-off spots, 
feel free to look up Rosie Sperduto, R-O-S-I-E-S-P-E-R-D-U-T-O, and uh, and you can you can help that way too. You know, a dollar, five dollars, whatever goes in, it will be used. Every single penny is used to purchase items to help these people. Every single penny. So, Pat, we're going to talk what? to you every day, man. Appreciate it. We'll keep Sounds getting the great. word out. Thank you, sir. I can't thank you guys enough, and 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 get after it. Keep keep doing what you're doing, and. Hey, there's, there's great things going on in this city, and, and you guys do such a great job talking the, the subjects that matter and, and put a smile on people's faces, sports. It gets us away for a little bit from, from, from some of the harder things. Yep, so get we'll try. It. Thank you, Pat. Get, it. get after it. Be good. Pat Sperduto, appreciate it. Thanks, uh, again, we'll keep putting the word out. Uh, we're going to try to help those who need uh, our help. So uh, we're going to do that, and like I said, I'll keep putting out those locations. So if anybody does want to help, it would be greatly appreciated. We'll come back. Steve Lehman, News Channel 5, will join us, and we'll talk to him next. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If 
you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. Then I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Honest opinions, genuine conversations. The McFarland Show. Rolling along on this Thursday afternoon, McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Let's bring in our man, Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. Steve, how we doing? Doing great, guys. How are you? Doing fantastic. Yes, sir. Did um, you got to go to Miami, didn't you? I was there for all of about nineteen hours. So, <laughs> I, I mean, it was good. I'm not complaining, but it, it wasn't exactly like a day at the beach. Did oh. you even see the beach? Steve? I was say, did you, you were even in and see out. the shore? No, I did because we had to get a scenic shot for our pregame show. Okay, so yeah, we did, did go that. to the beach, get the shot for about five minutes, and there was actually a little lunch spot there, so I grabbed that. So. It was a nice little lunch, but it, then it was straight off to the stadium and work for the rest of the day mm-hmm. and night. How? What was? The, I guess I don't want to. I don't want to steer you. What was your reaction to what took place on Monday night? Astonishment. Okay. All right. It I just was, didn't want to lead you it, down that road because I was yeah, amazed. It, well, I, I'll just say this, and I, I made fun of myself on Tuesday on the news, and I just said, "Look, when." They got down 27-13. My thoughts, and my thoughts will live forever on social media, was ball game. This game's over. They've scored 14 points in a minute off Titans turnovers. This is just what we've seen from this team all year. It was a valiant effort tonight, but it's over. And the idea that they had that happen to them, had the catastrophic mistake that has derailed them so many times this year and even into last year, and then bounced back and came down the field twice, got a stop in between, and then got the stop at the end of the game. The final 434 was perfection from a Titans team that has been far from it throughout the course of the year. That in itself was mind-blowing, but then to think back that no one has ever been down by 14 points with under three minutes to go and one in regulation. The last time a team won down by 14 points in three minutes, period, going into overtime either, was 768 games ago. So uh, you think about all that, it's just like, wow, that's an incredible, incredible game. And I just felt fortunate, frankly, to have been there to witness it. Yeah, I I admitted, um, I mean, we certainly had fun at my experience on Tuesday because I said outside of a UFO landing before kickoff. You went alien abduction, and Steve. <laughs> two Martians getting out and abducting Tua, returning him safely on Tuesday to the facility. That was the only way the Titans had a chance of winning that game. Yeah. Well, they maybe came down and got his starting center to begin the game. Yeah, they did. Put yeah. them down three offensive linemen, and he was under duress throughout the course of that game. 
I don't care who you are, how good the offense is, how good your playmakers are, when you lose three of your starting offensive linemen in this NFL, it's going to be hard to be the same offense that you were before. And they weren't the same offense on Monday night. Now, give a ton of credit to the Titans. I thought they had a good game plan. I thought they tackled well, even when the Dolphins had nice plays. They immediately got on top of them and didn't allow the yards after the catch that the Dolphins have had so many times throughout the course of the year. But the biggest thing, guys, is red zone defense. The Dolphins were the number one red zone offense in the league, scoring touchdowns on 75% of their possessions inside the 20. The Titans have been elite defensively in the red zone, but in that matchup going in, I think most people would have said, well, this is the day where the, the Titans' red zone defense probably breaks and the Dolphins prove why they're the best offense and maybe one of the best teams in the league. And instead, the Titans' defense rose to the occasion. They got the turnover early. They forced two field goals in the red zone. It wasn't technically a red zone trip, but you throw in the blocked field goal, there was a whole lot of bend but don't break defense, which the Titans really excel at. And it gave them a chance late, and then obviously the stops coupled with the big drives allowed them to win the game. Traylon Burks, what are your thoughts to this point on Traylon Burks? Well, it's a huge disappointment. I also think it's totally unfair, Darren, how we're going to forever judge him in the fact that he's the guy that essentially they got in the trade for A.J. Brown. And if you're going to try to judge Traylon Burks on – either replacing the A.J. Brown that the Titans had before the trade or what A.J. Brown is now doing in Philadelphia post the trade, he's never going to live up to that. And I think we all probably knew that on that April night a couple of years ago when John Robinson elected to make that move. Now, that being said, his lack of availability over two years is frustrating even to him. And so at some point, he's got to just get on the field and be consistently out there At this point, I'm not looking for a number one wide receiver out of him. I'm just looking for a guy that gaming and game out can suit up for you and get targeted more than three times in the course of the game. Now, I'm not going to judge him too much over the last two weeks because I think two weeks ago it was really about let's get him out there, get him some plays, live game speed, and see how he reacts afterwards. Last week I think it was about more let's see if he can play a whole game let's truly get him at this speed get him a few targets see what happens i would be disappointed if his targets and his production doesn't ramp up here over the final four games of the season but Mm. if it doesn't it will be a huge disappointment through the first two seasons of his career and i asked him about that the other day and he said look i can't help the fact of the injuries that happened to me and i and i agree with that now you may think that he wasn't prepared when he showed up two summers ago with the asthma and the conditioning and some of that and that's probably fair criticism but the other two major injuries and times that he's missed since being here are concussions and that's not something that you put on the fault of the player it's unfortunate but it's not necessarily uh you needed to do this better or take care of yourself better to avoid that and so hopefully for his sake he can stay upright and get out there and maybe get a little bit of confidence here down the stretch of the season and you feel like he's a guy that you can count on moving into next year i'm sure you've been asked to 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 participate in the uh 25 year anniversary that they're gonna do next year at nissan stadium and and pick the positions like like i have and i I brought this up on the show the other we had chris sanders and kevin dyson on this week and and a lot of it was to to talk about this team but but a lot of it was talking about frank wycheck but 
I brought that up, and it says a lot about the receiver. I, the two of us have been covering this team since day one. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that list and they're asking us to pick four wide receivers, it's a bit embarrassing that I don't have four that come to mind as no. in, oh, yeah, there's the four right there. Like, I'm going, huh. Well, we got to around 2.5. Yeah, that's being, yeah, 2.5 is maybe nice. But that's really what it is. About 2.5 to try to get to four receivers in 25 years in this market. I mean, you talking about not getting a position right. Like, it should not, at a glamorous position, right? That's that's a glorified position. That's one that you, you shouldn't have to be going, hmm. I think I can get three and four. I think I've got one and two, I think. Yeah. But three and four, it's like, uh, well, I have to, so here goes. Well, put it this way, Darren. A.J. Brown is either the first or second selection, and he only played here for three years. But I don't even know. Like, Okay, so that's interesting that you say that. I told Justin, I was like, I don't even know. Like, do you do it? It was so short, but do you still have to do it? See, I think he was so elite in that section of his career and section of time for the Titans and made the offense what they were in those years when they had such great success. I think you have to put him on there. Mm. But also, that tells you, just to your point, how shallow the field is. Right. Because if this was, if this was the Dallas Cowboys or the 49ers or some of the other teams that have a great list of wide receivers over the course of the years, you wouldn't be necessarily looking at a guy who played three years and say, okay, his numbers match up or his greatness matches up. But there aren't very many guys you look at out there and say, wow, they were here. And not just were they elite or really good wide receivers, but they did it over a length of time. And so when you do that, you just have to come down to me as who were the best. And A.J. Brown, to me, has unquestionably been one of the best, if not the best, pure wide receiver to step on the field in a Titans uniform over the last 25 years. And that's part, Darren, on the offenses they've run. Mm -hmm. You look at the running back position, for instance, and it's a much deeper field. I mean, there's three no-doubters immediately that you stare at in the running back position, and they've had other guys, like DeMarco Murray led the AFC Mm -hmm. in one year in rushing. And so they've had other guys who stepped in and even had good seasons there. But, yeah, you're right. When you look at the glamour position of wide receiver, the Titans have been futile in that area over the years. Something else that we talked about that that got my attention, I I saw a tweet from Terry McCormick that said, Christian Fulton said he did everything he could to stay healthy, but it just didn't work out. Said he just found out that he had been put on IR and had been hoping to return. And I looked yeah. at Justin and I'm like, that sounds a bit off. You, you got a player telling the media, I was hoping to return, but yet they just told me they put me on IR. That that doesn't sound like a player and a coach or an organization that's on the same page. Well, I'm not sure they've been on the same page for at least <laughs> well, a year, fair, Darren. Fair. I mean, that's the thing. If you remember back into the offseason, Christian was never on the field in the OTAs and minicamp, and we kept asking questions. And, and for a long time, we all thought he was holding out or he wasn't there and maybe he was pressing for a contract. And Frable kept saying, no, he's here. 
he's here. No, Christian Fulton's here. And we were like, well, where is he? And then finally at the end of minicamp, he, he steps out and answers questions and basically says, myself and the team have come up with an off-season plan for my training to make sure that I'm the most healthy when training camp arrives and into the season because the most important thing for me to do is to play 17 games this year because my production hasn't been an issue. It's been my availability and uh, ability to avoid injuries. And I thought at the time, that's really strange because that's not the way the Titans operate with anybody else. And Christian Fulton, while his production hadn't really been much of an issue going into this season, I don't think he was a star cornerback. I don't think he was like the Pro Bowl, All-Pro type of player where you would maybe cater to him as a fourth-year player like that. And so I thought it was odd at the time. But Rabel didn't really recant it. And we come into training camp, and he looks pretty good, and you start thinking, okay, well, maybe this is the year that they've figured out what he needs to do, and he gets out there and goes. And the first half of the first game in New Orleans, he comes up with another hamstring injury. And it sounds like, according to Vrabel the other day, he never really shook it throughout the course of the year. And clearly his performance has not lived up to his expectation or their expectation or anyone's expectations this year. But it does sound like a very big disconnect here at the end because it truly sounds like Christian Fulton found out he was going on IR about 45 minutes before the rest of it. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. And if that's the case, then who knows what's going on there. Now, they've got some issues up front on the defensive line. They had to get some guys off the roster to sign the guys that they brought in. But the idea that it needed to be Christian Fulton tells me something's going on there. And the biggest thing I take from that, whatever the issue is now, it is almost impossible for me to see a situation, guys, in which Fulton is back on this roster next season. Steve, do you believe it was Mike Vrabel's choice alone to remove the special teams coach? Um, I think so. I think it. I think. I think ultimately he made the choice, Justin. Now, whether or not there might have been someone in his ear that said that was pathetic, something has to happen after this, and it kind of nudged him along. That very well could have happened. I don't know that for sure. But it isn't Mike Vrabel's M.O. We saw it last year with Todd Downing. He certainly had an opportunity Mm -hmm. if he wanted to, or if that was the way he operates. He certainly had an opportunity last year to part ways with Todd Downing in the season and not even make it about his job performance. He could have made it about the DUI, obviously. And so if you look at this year's situation with Ackerman, (laughs) to me that says that, one, how catastrophic that performance was to have two punts blown up in the way that was and to lose your all-pro punter on the second one because it was so pathetic. And then on top of that, you miss an extra point that would have won the game in regulation. For all that to happen, that's the type of performance that gets someone fired in this league. And in this case, it was Craig Ackerman. But, yeah, I, I do wonder if perhaps there was a message from above that, look, things aren't going well here you got to do something to shake it up. And yesterday was awful, and somebody's head needs to roll for the performance we saw on special teams. It seems like everyone had been waiting for the game uh, that um, the, the Titans defense uh, had had on, on Monday night. Um, they've been waiting. You know, Jeffrey Simmons was out, and, you know, everybody was looking for someone to step up. And here comes Harold Landry putting on the cape. 
and going for three sacks. This is what you pay him for. Is there a question like, man, where has this been? How can we unleash this every week? Or is this like, you know what, man? It's about time. Thank you so much, sir, for showing up and getting it done here for us. I mean, this this was a big-time performance by him. Oh, it was incredible. Incredible on a night where the defense really did step up. I take a little different approach to this, Justin, in the fact that I think he's actually been really good over the last four or five weeks. The sack numbers haven't been there, certainly like they were Monday night when he got three. But he now has nine sacks for the season. He is Mm. third in the league in hits on the quarterback over the last five weeks, trailing only Bosa and Parsons. So that's elite company company to keep yourself in. So uh, to me, this is just the kind of typical case of a guy who's an elite player who suffers an ACL injury. He comes back and he's healthy, but it takes a little while to fully trust it. It takes a little while to get back up at the game speed. It takes a little while to shake off the rust. And we saw this a couple years ago with Bud Dupree coming off a similar injury, and he had a little bit shorter timeline than Landry did. But the first half of that season, he didn't look anything like Bud Dupree. We rolled into December of that year in 2021 when the Titans got the number one seed, and he was a game wrecker. And we obviously saw what the Titans defense looked like in that playoff game against the Bengals. To me, Harold Landry is a similar situation. He was healthy in August. He was ready to go. But it takes a moment to get into those games, work against the left tackle of the National Football League calendar, caliber at full speed, and to go and to fully trust that you're going to be able to bend and, and twist and do all the things you have to do to excel at that position. And I think early on in the season you saw some of that, and progressively he's gotten better and better each week. And over the last four to five weeks, I think he's been just about as good as anybody in the NFL. It just took a little while to actually get home. Monday night he did, and those were huge plays for the Titans. Well, we'll see now what happens. I mean, the schedule is actually, I think, kind of favorable down the stretch. I I don't know what that means, but, I mean, I suspect the Texans will be without Stroud. And, by the way, they're really, really banged up. They didn't have essentially any of their weapons Mm -mm. in their blowout loss on Sunday. Um, any of their, their tight end, their receivers. So, yeah, I don't know if people are rooting for them to, to win or to lose. Like, I can't get a gauge on the fan base if they're happy or they're mad because it's like, oh, all these other teams, we just moved up in the draft order, and then you won. You moved right back down. So I don't know. Well, so you just hit on two things there to me, Darren. Number one, I think I understand wanting the, the better draft pick. But I don't think you can say how important a night like the other night was to the Titans moving forward into the offseason. The idea that Will Levis led a comeback like that, if there was any doubt, it is cemented now that he's your quarterback going into the offseason. That locker room rallies around him. They believe in him. They think he's the guy. So that was huge. It also, I think, says that Mike Vrabel's message is hitting home with these guys. And that was something you worry about. When you've lost 15 of the last 19 games, it's really hard to preach the same thing you did two years ago, that I don't care if you're coming off the street on Wednesday, we're going to plug you into our system, and we're demanding excellence, and we're going to get success. It's hard to say that when you've lost 15 of the last 19. So to go on the road 
and beat the team that was the best team in the AFC going into the weekend like that, that to me is huge. No matter what happens in the final four weeks of the season for the Titans moving into the offseason. But you're also right on the idea that here we are now with four games left. The Texans are beat up. You play them twice in the next three weeks. The Seahawks look to be going in the wrong direction at the moment. You get them on Christmas Eve at home. It's not out of the realm of the possibility that this team could go on a little run here, but that's assuming they can do something they haven't done since November of last year, Mm. and that's win consecutive games. And so that, to me, is the big question going into Sunday, is can this team follow up a game like the other night that, if I'll be honest, it felt different. All the other four wins they got this year, yes, they were wins, but this one felt different because of the team it was against, the fact that it was on the road, and the way they did it. It felt like a Mike Vrabel team coming up with a win in that situation. Can they actually build on that and string together two wins, maybe three wins in a row? Because that's the type of thing that obviously takes a team to the next level and really begins that belief. Now, may screw up your draft pick, but it could make the last few weeks of the season mighty interesting. No doubt about it. Steve, appreciate it as always. Thanks for doing this. You bet, guys. We'll see you soon. All right, Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. We'll take a break. We're wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600 if you want to get involved as you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. 
TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. This is the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For this afternoon, we'll have sunny skies, a high temperature 60, clear tonight, the low 30. Friday, sunny, high again 60. Mostly cloudy Saturday, kept about an afternoon shower, the high 60. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Bill Belichick chatter will not go away. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It really is. Well, look, the folks up in, I, I get it, they're in, in Boston, they're probably bored. The Red Sox weren't any good. Why are they born? They've got four professional sports teams, two of which are, you know, three of which are in season right now. Why are they bored? Well, because their football team that they've been used to covering that's always successful and getting ready for a Super Bowl run is not. So I'm, the point is, no. this chatter is not them just being bored, and they're just it's coming from somewhere. This is how this works. Right. They're they're not just out there just slinging stuff around. These people mm, that are know, doing couple, it, a couple of them are. Well, a couple of them are pretty uh, well respected. Okay. I'm, I'm just I, listen. I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just I'm just trying to say that you know the, all of the chatter coming from Boston and none of the chatter is coming out of Nashville at all. Um, now, are you talking about the, the chatter that says Bill Belichick is going bye-bye or the chatter that Mike Vrabel is going to replace him or both? Well, I think it's both. Okay. I think it's both. Yeah, well, when does anything come out of here? I mean, the well, general manager hasn't spoken since the draft, has he? Um, not that I've seen. <laughs> right? I mean, Amy Adams Strunk hasn't been seen since when? They hired Ran. Yeah, right. That, right. I think that's right. I, think, I don't think she was even at the... Was she at that press? No, no. She or, spoke to Teresa. Yeah, afterwards. that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I'm not surprised on that front. I mean, when does anything come out of here? I mean, we get. We don't even get the stories broken locally anymore. Everything's broken on a national level. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's the league right now. That's everywhere. Is it? it? Yeah. Everybody's gets their stuff broken by the national folks. 
Local folks don't break anything. Since when? Oh, I don't know. I, Lately. They, I they didn't know that was the case. Yeah. The, Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, they break everything now. They do. It's sad, but it's true. They break everything from the league office mostly. And, you know, the, the local beat writers, you know, don't get much of anything. At least as far as I know. Anytime we hear about something, it's from the same uh, five or six people. So... And unless I'm wrong, unless you, you know, unless you know of another, you know, source of information flowing from somewhere else, if I wanted to get the latest on the Los Angeles Chargers, it's probably coming from Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter. If I want the latest on the Atlanta Falcons, I can go to the AJC. No, I can go to the Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter. I mean, it's I, this is the way the media landscape has been now for a right. last little bit because we don't really have. I mean, you know. The paper situation is obviously that is a big one. Yeah, that's a big that one. has eaten because away. The re- the reality is most of the time, most of the time, I don't want to say most of the time it was paper folks, right? Well, yeah. I mean, they, they were on a beat, and oh, yeah. they were always shaking trees. They had a very unique way of being able to work them, because they're less flashy than us. We need people talking. And when I say we, I mean radio and TV folks. For us, it helps if people are on the record speaking into a microphone before we can kind of go with something. Not all the time, but it's certainly helpful. Newspaper folks don't need that. They need, you know, hey, I talked to X, Y, and Z. They're good. They're solid. No voices have to be heard. We heard this. You know, you can write it in. It's it's a much more stealth, as it were, uh, to be able to get information that way than it is through broadcast. Yeah, they just and they're not traveling like they used to, right? Like ever. Oh no, there used to be a good throng of media. They oh, would travel no. to everything. Oh, like no. there's those days, right? Oh, the the Titans at one point, and Darren, you know this, had three people. When we started covering the Titans in '98, the Titans literally had three. Oh people. no, they had more than that. Yeah, well, the Tennessean was what I mean. The Tennessean when I oh. said the Titans. Sorry, I was don't forget like Terry was with the City Paper. Yeah traveling just just the tennessean alone yep had three to four writers at every game mm, at least yes three to four writers at every game yep and you know I mean, now i mean I, I mean i don't know what the situation is over there but i doubt there's all that many the people. tv people, all the tv stations went i mean oh, yeah i mean all the tv stations sent both of their folks yeah. or three and now I mean, my folk my station had three guys at one point yep but those days are obviously yeah we're not up. doing that now yeah so that probably contributes too, as yeah. well. Yeah, there's no, there's not around. No, like they use. I mean, and, I, I know I did it for one season in 2010. I went, I traveled, I went to every single game, and I, I literally broke stories because I was on the road. Yeah, and I saw it right. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, so you also the, have you know less people. Uh, people are not here as long as they used to be either, especially in, you know, on the TV side and, and yeah, things. People true. are here three to four years and they're, and they're gone. gone. Yeah. All right, we'll take our final break. Come back, wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show next. Oh, oh, uh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever. Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won. Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Display responsibly. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger. And 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger. 
and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skates, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Grind into the holiday season with your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday when they host Dylan Brooks and the Houston Rockets on Memphis Grizzlies Ford Scholars Night, presented by Ford and your Mid-South Ford dealers. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visiting grizzlies.com. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Bill Keen will join us to begin the second hour of the program. Bill is king. He's got a big day tomorrow at the downtown Omni, the beautiful downtown Omni. Mm-hmm. What? Commitments. Yes. Five hours. Yes. Tomorrow. Absolutely. He's annual tradition. He's rolling through. Right into Greg and John's show. Yeah. Right to 11 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a great thing that he does every year for for you, the listeners, especially those of you faithful to the one and only Bill King. The 2024 schedules were revealed last night. We're going to get into that and a lot more with Bill. Yes, we are. Because some of the schedules, wow. I mean, listen. The some back- of them, wow, as in some got. Easy schedules or yeah. easier. Yeah. And some got some brutal 
I mean, brutal schedule next the, year. The fact that Vince broke it to me yesterday that Tennessee was going to end up with um, with Alabama and Florida in back-to-back weeks is rough stuff. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I saw his. Um, I mean, man. And then that's not something they're used to at all up there in Rocky Top. So we'll, we'll see how that we'll see how that works out here. And then, of course, uh, Tennessee opening up the SEC schedule against Oklahoma. How's that for a color clash for you? Yeah. The orange against the red out there in the field. I saw Vince's post, too, and it's like, now that there's, you know, the SEC has 16 teams and Oklahoma and Texas are the yeah. new additions. Yeah. Why would you, why would, I don't blame, like, this is now where I understand, why would you have NC State as an out-of-conference game, yeah. right? no. Like Chattanooga, okay, cool. Yeah. Kent State. Bring in the mock. Cool. Yeah. UTEP, cool. Absolutely. Even though UTEP is uh, now... Uh, uh, I just, I literally, because I have Jeff Ferris. The Conference USA, No, right? the Austin P yeah. coach. No, Jeff Ferris was the last guy. That's the, the guy they just hired. Uh, they just hired it's, it's another guy. Anyway, I just draw a point. But anyway, those teams, okay, I understand. I yeah. get it. But NC State? Yeah, no need for that now. When you're going to Oklahoma? Jeez. And like you said, you got Florida and Alabama back-to-back? Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Bill Keen to begin the second hour. That's next. 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. The Senate will extend its session before the holiday recess to negotiate the Ukraine funding supplemental bill that also includes U.S. border security provisions. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer calling on members to return Monday, he says, and expect a vote sometime next week. That will give negotiators from the White House, Senate Democrats, Senate Republicans, a time to work through the weekend in an effort to reach a framework agreement. House lawmakers have already left for the holiday break. No word yet if they'll be called back. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan met with Israel's Prime Minister today, urging Israel to avoid civilian casualties in Gaza. The U.S. also pushing to free more hostages held by Hamas. During a reporter session today, Russia's leader Vladimir Putin confirming talks are ongoing with American partners on a possible prisoner swap involving Americans Paul Whelan and Evan Gerskovich. The U.S. says both are wrongly accused of spying. This is ABC News. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 to speak to an expert. That's 800-401-6681. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. 
Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do that? Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this Thursday. Live in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. 615 844 5,600 is how you get in touch with us. Tomorrow is a big day. Well, tonight also, but tomorrow on these airwaves, starting at 6 in the morning, all the way until 11 o'clock, five hours of Bill Keen. Man. Commitments at the beautiful downtown Omni. Bill, you do this every year. It's always a big hit. At what point are you going to go till 4 o'clock, and then we get the day off too, like (laughs) Greg and John? You know what I'm doing this year? I'm going to last two hours uh, after the third hour. I'm going to hand it over to somebody in the audience. I don't care what they say. They have all of it they want. <laughs> I don't care what yes, they say. all fired, man. I'm not doing the last two hours. Oh, man. <laughs> so tell every, So it actually starts tonight, correct? Yeah, we'll get there. Like a gathering? Yeah, about 5.30, and then we have the suite. Well, there's you know, a couple suites up top. We have one of them, and then people will start coming up, and we just gather there, have a few uh, adult uh, beverages, and let everybody mingle and come and go as they want. That's Thursday night's actually the most fun. That's that's so much fun. And then next morning we do the show for five hours, and we uh, provide everybody a breakfast buffet and just do the same thing, man, sit around and mingle. Well, that's a killer breakfast buffet, let me tell you. For somebody yep, who's experienced it, is. it, it is awesome. Well, yeah. you got lots to talk about, so let's get into it. I mean lots. So the schedule reveal last night, uh, let's just start there. Uh, what did you think of Tennessee's schedule next year? Very reasonable. They have to go to Oklahoma. That's a beatable Oklahoma team. Oklahoma is losing a lot of players, their entire offensive line in the portal. And Dylan Gabriel transferred. Now they have a, a redshirt freshman next year who's a five-star quarterback they're, they're going to unleash, who's really good. But that's a winnable game. That's Josh Heupel going back home. They have Alabama at home. They have Georgia on the road. That's tough wherever, as we know. But, no, it's, it's a very, very reasonable, doable schedule. I think. 
why would you look the the new landscape of the SEC? Why, why wouldn't you figure out a way to get out of NC State and and you know schedule Cuyahoga Community College instead? Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a legitimate point. But if Tennessee plays solidly, they would win that ball game. This could be. This Tennessee team should be a lot better offensively. You can't be any worse than they were in the secondary. Of course, their entire secondary is transferred, I believe. But thats I don't think that's going to be a problem. Now, now NC State, with Dave Dorn, that's a very well-coached football team and a very uh, stable football program. But I think that should be a solid win. And what court? They just got uh, Grayson McCall, right? Didn't he transfer yeah. to them? Correct, out of Coastal Carolina, yeah. out of Myrtle Beach. He had a much better 22 than 23. He's a good quarterback. Now, that's a good addition for them. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. But, yeah, that's who Tennessee will see. Uh, the one that jumped out to me the most, I'll be honest. Um, I was watching it on SEC Network last night. And when I saw that schedule, I went, oh, my gosh. Well, Billy Napier survived to this point. He's not surviving year three. Bill. What in the world? Did you see Florida's schedule next year? Are they going to win a game? Well, let's say you got three losses and we get to November. Here's November for them. They have the cocktail party, Georgia. Then in some order they get Ole Miss, LSU. uh, I think they go to Texas, I believe. And there's another one in there. Oh, Florida State. Yeah, that's just, November. Oh, by the that, way, brutal. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah. Let's just, let's just mm. no. Here we go. This is after their bye week. Okay, this yeah. starts the month of November. To your point, Georgia. You know the, the traditional game in Jacksonville at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss at Florida State. That's their final five games of the season. Oh, by the way. They still play Tennessee and Texas A&M and Miami of Florida and at Mississippi State and Kentucky and and uh, UCF is one of their non-conference games. Going back to November, LSU is a legit playoff contender with 12 teams. Ole Miss is a legit playoff contender. Obviously, Florida State. Texas, is, Texas may win the national championship here this year. Guys, Ole Miss is going to be loaded. If if Jackson Dart now it's fifty fifty on him, but if he comes back, they have a, a tremendous running back in Quinshawn Junkins. Their receivers are back. They're adding a stud receiver. Lane Kiffin is having a field day in the portal. Ole Miss is going to be wicked next year. Anybody else stand out to you on their their schedule for next year, good or bad? Not really. I mean, it, it's. I think they open up with Miami. They're going to be an underdog in that game. I know. I, I think they could have three losses going into November, and if that's the case, he's he's wiped out. I think they're a three-win team next year. <laughs> he won't. He won't get. He won't get twenty-five if if what we see happening happens. No, you, sure. you can't go six and six, five and seven, and three and nine and survive in the swamp no. as a football coach, no chance. No. No chance. No, but I, I will no. say, when you add, you, you eliminate the divisions, Bill, and you add Oklahoma and Texas, and now it's just the wild, wild west in your scheduling, 
I do think these coaches are going to have to do the James Franklin maneuver here. Well, he was very open in saying, I'm scheduling four cupcakes out of conference and, you know, let the rest play out because the rest is going to be murderer's row. I wouldn't blame teams a bit for not scheduling crap outside of the conference. That and with no divisions, teams like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan could play three times. Right. Yes. Mm. There you go. And that's the other part. That's exactly right. Because one and two now are going to play in the national or play in the uh, conference championship game in those right. conferences. Um, and even though Georgia and Alabama don't play every year, they do play this year. That game is in Alabama. I believe it's the last Saturday in September. It's ABC. They've already had Saturday night game. And uh, But Michigan, Ohio State, literally, since they do play every year, they could play three times, three times in a decade. Bill, you have uh, made quite a career off talking about college football, but also recruiting. What did your recruiting service have Tyler Buckner as a lacrosse player? <laughs> uh, he's, you know what? He's an All-American. Now, I don't know if there's any future money in that. I, I'm guessing there's not, but... That that was he committed guys. I think early in his career, I think he committed to Michigan in in lacrosse. I think that's right. I think that's right. I mean, yeah. I mean, he he's pretty much figured it out. That I think I've maxed out whatever I had as a football dude, and let's go have some fun and play lacrosse and, and make sure we get a Notre Dame degree. Mm. So Milrow was back. Surprised? Not surprised? How about disappointed? <laughs> okay. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm ready. Look, Nico is immeasurably the player Joe Milton is, and I'd like to see him get on with it. I don't. I don't. I'm not anti Joe Milton, but you're not going to get much done offensively with him. He's just he just doesn't put plays together. We know what he's about, and apparently, I'm going to have to watch a really boring Iowa Tennessee game with Joe Milton quarterbacking. That is not my favorite moment of the postseason. <laughs> so what did you make of the transfer rules that were uh, put out there yesterday? It was a judge in West Virginia. It was really a territorial type thing. And it, they put a waiver of 14 days. If you are a player who yet has been not clear to get your second transfer, meaning they've already used their freebie, but they're trying to get cleared again, which is not a rule yet. There's a 14-day waiver that says, if you haven't been cleared and you play basketball, football, what have you, and then they reverse it in two weeks, we're not going to dock it. The NCAA said, okay, since you're doing this, we're going to adopt this for 14 days across the board, across America, and we will guarantee you, even though the rule in place right now says you have to sit out of you on your second transfer. We're not gonna, we're not gonna dock you there. This is a two week thing. We don't know if it's going to last or not. Bill, what did you make of Derek Mason taking the job at MTSU? I, he's a, he's a head football coach, and and those guys want to do their job. It's going to come down to recruiting, and. That's a good place to go play ball. You got to be a real good player to go play ball. And we know they can produce guys that move on some on Sundays as well. But that's a tough gig, man. I mean, resources wise. Well, he's had tough gigs before, Bill. That's kind of his thing. 
very true. And uh, it's like at Vanderbilt, not many people are coming there to watch you play, right? They're going home on the weekend at MTSU. It's a tough gig, man, but he's a head football coach. He's a prideful guy, and I'm sure he thinks he can give it a good go. I'm skeptical, but I would be skeptical with almost any hire, not just Derek Mason. Okay, fair enough. Marvin Harrison has been rumored. Marvin Harrison Jr., I should should, uh, make clear, has been rumored to get 20 to $25 million to come back to Ohio State next year. Bill King, who knows more about college football than than anybody I, I know, certainly personally. Why would anyone pay one college football player twenty to twenty five million dollars to come back to play one single season in college football, Bill, where they really Ohio State plays three games a year, three legitimate, you know, games a year. I don't understand who's got that kind of money and why it's that. What's the value to the person giving the money? I understand why he would take it, but the money's got to come from somewhere. So who's the corporation? Who's the person paying this money? And what's their value that they're getting in return for it? Let me give you an analogy. Yes, sir. I'm doing a event coming up tonight and tomorrow called Commitments at the Omni. And... The likelihood of Marvin Harrison getting 20 to $25 million as an offer to stay or go transfer or what have you would be about as likely as the Hyatt calling me this afternoon and say, Bill, I'll give you $25 million to not do that event. That's how, <laughs> that's how real that story is. So if we don't hear you tomorrow, we know. Then, yeah. It happens. So you're okay. saying there's a chance. That's what you're saying. Right. Good grief. Well that that well that shoots that to pieces then. Okay. Well that's not gonna happen. Um uh, Jalen Milrose uh, going back to Alabama for another season there, uh down there in, in Tuscaloosa. Was that a foregone conclusion or was there a thought that he may be moving on? Oh, this spring and then along about the USF game, it was all about Well got, I didn't guys, I didn't think he'd come back after the spring. It was not a good spring. It wasn't a good spring for the entire quarterback room at Alabama. And uh, I didn't think he'd make it to, to, to August camp. I really didn't. He stuck around, and uh, I had a lot of doubters. I've been a doubter, uh, frankly, in, until, you know, two months ago. Oh, I, I think he's established himself. Now, they have a quarterback, a freshman, who's redshirting this year, out of Georgia, they absolutely love, and they've got a five-star kid coming in out of California. I don't think Ty Simpson, who's from here, from from Jackson, mm-hmm. he can't stay. He's got no future there. You know, Buckner's gone, and they have a kid from Louisiana who was a high four-star, Eli Holstead, who's a freshman this year. I would assume he's gone too, but it's it's his job, man. He's earned it. Wow. Do you think, and and this is the last thing for me as I round the bend. Do you think? that matchups like Texas and Michigan next year on September the 7th are not long for this world now that the SEC has expanded to the 16-team format with no divisions. Like, and, and it's going to be a treat to see it September the 7th there in Ann Arbor. But, you know, why does Texas need to play this game now? I think it's unclear about the future and how people will handle scheduling. If I'm Texas and I'm as good as I think I am, and they're coming into this league with their chest out, guys, this is Texas when they're right. This is the best Texas team 
since Vince Young, Colt McCoy, that that era, right? Now, they're not as good as Vince Young was at quarterback. Yeah. This is a really good team. And if I'm Texas and I've got unlimited resources and I've got phenomenal recruiting second to none, let's say I do jerk around and lose that game. I'm not sure it hurts you. I, would you want to play a really good Texas team and they're a nine seed or something? I don't. I don't think it hurts them. Now, it, now has everybody got the the wiggle room that a Texas has when they're right? No, it, it will hurt some teams, but not a, not a team like Texas if they are as good as they should be. Commitments tomorrow morning, five hours right here on these airwaves, six to eleven a.m. Yeah. Take you into the weekend, Bill. Appreciate it as always. Thank Have you. a lot of fun yeah. at the Omni. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Bill Keen, uh, we'll take a break. Wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. More of the McFarland Show next. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarland weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarland Show, and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. 
Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction, serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Give us a call, 615-844-56 on The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Thank you, big boys, guys. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Darren and Justin here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Good stuff there from Bill Keene. It is. Good stuff from Steve Lehman. Tomorrow, the one and only John McLean will join us Mm. from Houston to Mm. tell us about this Texas Texans team. I just said Texas. Yeah, so we just talked about them. Yes, the Texans coming to town on Sunday, and wearing the uh, Oilers jerseys here. I, I bet he's got some interesting thoughts about that. Even though he's already explained in the past, he he likes keeping that old uh, mm-hmm. Oiler spirit alive there by wearing those uniforms and seeing them seeing them run around. But um, we'll be cool to talk to him. So we didn't have a, a ton of time to delve into the, the Belichick thing that just doesn't seem to go away. And the reason we're talking yeah. about it, not because it's really the Patriots, it's really about is there anything to this and could that affect you know the coaching situation here? And that's just a matter of what you believe and what you don't believe. It doesn't sound like you're too invested into that story. I wouldn't say I'm in I'm invested I think I'm more invested than you are. That's that's my early well, vibe. Because okay. I do think it does feel like like this Bill Belichick thing has kind of run its court. Like I don't think they're gonna be good anytime soon. Like I, I think this is gonna take a while. Yeah. Like the run and look, it's been an unbelievable run, right? Mm-hmm. Two decades. Like mm-hmm. who gets that in the NFL? Hardly basically no one. No one. Okay. So boo hoo. If yeah. it takes you five more years to get good again, I don't care when you get good again. But I'm just saying, and and Bill's getting up there, and he's in his seventies, yeah, so he's so. been doing this a long time. I I just I don't believe, even though I know the Northeast and how they operate, and are there some are there shock jocks up there? Sure, mm-hmm. right? Are there people? It's a big market, uh, and they're we got a passionate fan base. Okay, and so I know you gotta you gotta feed them. Right, constantly, because they're looking, they want to talk. They're passionate about their sports teams. It's coming from somewhere. So I don't know, I I guess, I don't believe this is some fake story, because I I would tell you right now, we weren't doing a show together, Mm -hmm. but I kept talking about, because people were calling in on the text line, stop talking about Tom Brady. He's not going to leave the Patriots. And I'm like, really? Well, why do they keep talking? I don't believe that. They keep talking about it. Like, there is something to this. People are like, 
would you stop talking about Tom Brady? He's never going to leave New England. That happened. That was real. That went on for months and months and months. People would get angry every time I would bring up Tom Brady leaving, and I'm like, you can believe what you want to believe, but I believe that I think this is actually happening, that he is going to leave. He's going to bounce. I don't know if I feel the same way about Bill, but I think I'm starting to talk myself into it. That maybe this is it for him. It is very in New po- England. It is very possible that that Robert Kraft uh, fires Bill Belichick. I, I can believe that. Uh, I can believe that you know they've had a nice run, and there's an opportunity in the draft to start over again. And maybe you don't want Bill Belichick to draft your next quarterback. Um, because it looks very likely that the Patriots will be one of the yeah. top two teams at the bottom of the draft who will get an opportunity to get either the kid from USC or the kid from North Carolina or whatever direction right. you decide to go, whoever jumps up to the top of Mel Kuyper's board that we haven't heard of yet. Give me Jaden Daniels. Who plays at Boise there. State. Right. Who's you know, been working out with some quarterback guru who was, you know, you, you know how it goes. Who attended the Manning camp. He was at the Manning camp. And David Cutcliffe liked him a lot <laughs> and passed him a letter. And, yeah. you know, yeah, okay. So, um, you never know how that goes. But, so can I believe that Robert Kraft may be thinking, you know what? He had the opportunity to draft the last quarterback, and that didn't go so well. I'm not going to give him an opportunity to draft the next one. Screw it. It's been fun, but not that fun. Goodbye. Yes, I can believe that. Now, do I believe that Mike Rabel, who's in the middle of a contract here, is going to leave this job and go to that one? No. No, I'm not. Why? For what? To do what? I mean, you have to. What is he going to get in New England that he's not going to get? Why would he want to go up there and follow Bill Belichick in that shadow? For what? Well, just. Obviously, because of the history. That's, but I I hear what you because you know I say it all the time. Don't be the person who follows the man. Yeah, like you you don't want to be that person. No, but he. I mean, the reason is part of this reporting is that you know supposedly Robert Kraft said to someone that it would be a home run hire if they could get Mike Vrabel. If if you know, well, so I, whether that's true or not, again, whether you believe that or you don't. I, and I don't know. I don't know what my. I don't know what's going on in Mike Vrabel's head. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. know what he's looking for. Is I, he looking for full autonomy? Is he looking? And to, are the Patriots willing to give that to him? Right after, and, and based on what? Why would the Patriots give that to him? What has he done that the Patriots would give him full autonomy? I, I totally agree. I completely agree with that. Other than again, they value him differently than other people because of his history. And by the way. Mike, they're going to draft a quarterback, we would assume, right? With the one of yes. the first two picks in the draft? Yes. Mike Vrabel, does he have a deep history with the quarterback position other than the fact that he likes to hug Tom Brady? Does, you know, he's not an offensive guy. He's a defensive guy. So, again, why would you hire a defensive coach to draft your next franchise offensive, you know, prime position? I understand. I, I get what everybody's saying. Oh, this would be so great because, you know, we could show the clips of him catching the touchdown passes and doing the bird dance. And Yeah, okay. But And, and there's a romance to that, and I understand that. I, I really do get it. But at, at the same time, though, we, there's got to be some, some realism to the whole thing, too. 
Um, and I don't, I, if Mike Vrabel was not in the middle of a contract, if he was not already a head coach, if he was a defensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, then I would buy this story a little bit more. But he's already a head coach. He's been a head coach. He's already gotten a raise. So the Patriots are going to have to give him, I would guess, more money to come up there to New England to be their head coach, which I know that's not a problem. I mean, they got billions of dollars, so who's who's the matter? But then they have to give the Titans something. But, but then they have to give the Titans something. So this is a team that has notoriously stocked draft picks, but now they're going to trade draft picks to get the defensive-minded head coach? Who? That, that, I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't – and I understand, but but again, what all I'm asking people to do with this story and any other – is make it make sense to me. If, if Whenever somebody comes up to me on the street and tells me, you should do this, you should look into this, you you know, this is happening, this is happening, I go, well, why? Well, because, I mean, uh, they don't know why. It's just what makes sense in their head. Again, somebody wants to call and tell me why Mike Vrabel wants this job in New England versus the job he already has, then I'm listening. Question. Would Mike Brabel be coaching because he knows there's an opportunity in New England? Because you notice he he's not coaching as passionately. He seems like he's kind of laid back. Do you think he may be coaching? Because, uh, not Monday. Passionate. Well, yeah. he, I look like a, a Mike Brabel game right Maybe there. Maybe he's coaching because he knows that some things are going bad and he's just ready to go. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, you What's know, coaching passionately. So you're saying because he wasn't screaming at people on the sideline? Well, I'm just saying. You know, I'm just asking the question, could he be coaching not as good as he on purpose? No, I, I think what you're seeing a lot of the times, but Monday push that aside because he was as you could tell, he he was there was a lot of passion yeah, on the side. Fired up. Yeah, they look like a fired up bunch. Honestly, they look like they wanted it way more than Miami. But I think what you're seeing is a guy that's not used to losing. Yeah. And he's dealt with what in the last year and a half? A whole lot of losing. Losing. And at times, I think he's looked around and said, can I – look, it's it's not the same, but it's along the same lines as what you've heard me talk about with Clark Lee. You look around and you go, can I really fix this? Like, I thought I could. I Actually, I knew I could. Now I'm starting to go, can – can I really fix this? He's got a gray cloud over him a little bit. So but, I mean, he, he may be looking around I mean. going like, is this fixable anytime soon? Yeah. Like everything is fixable in the NFL sure. if you can get it right. Oh, yeah. But he's going, you know, we got a lot of things to get right. Yeah. And how long is that going to take? So that look may be, I ain't used to this. I'm not used to this much losing, man. And this, I, it doesn't sit well with but, me. But not only that, Darren, I thought I had it right going into the season. And now that I've gotten into the season, I figured out yeah. I, I don't have it right. right. This yeah. is not right. Andre Taylor ain't right. Right. You know, this and is keep not. keep going. There's, it doesn't stop at him. Yeah, this is not, you know, Traylon Burks ain't been right. Right. Christian you know, Fulton. So, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. Traylon Burks, Christian Fulton, all that stuff is kind of like, and you, can look, you look at his. Facial expression, his answers in the Monty Rice, who they yeah. just cut, right? I mean, I mean, he may maybe he's thinking that you know he's not thinking about that, but you could just tell he's like frustrated. Oh no, no, he's thinking about that. The, so. Listen, the best player on the team nearly had his leg broken. Yeah. 
a couple of weeks ago off you know off of a, a, a you know a, a, a coverage issue you know so yeah that'll stress you out a little bit so is he looking a little stressed these days yeah but again I don't think his his passion to coach the game or even no. coach this football team has gone anywhere no I just think it's dude doesn't like to lose and I I I love that I mean I don't like to lose either I mean I hate it I, but yeah. it's all part of it but it doesn't make it easy yeah especially when you lose in bulk right when you're losing like in you know BJ's or Sam's Club or Costco yeah and you're losing in bulk that's not fun no no it's not you know lose a okay you lose go what what's four losses now 13 and 4 13 and 4 you lost four times but you can stomach it when you yeah. won 13 yeah right but yeah. how about when you lost seven in a row in last season and this year you were four and eight before these last two wins. Yeah. You put in all the work and you were expecting yeah. better. Yeah. And that's where we I think we're seeing disappointment. But again, I, I want somebody to explain why Mike Vrabel would leave this job and go to that one. Okay, I I will tell you where this is coming from. Okay. I talked to a couple of people okay. in the league in different markets this week. Because I, I check in Well, that's what you do. I mean, with you know, right. I check in people, with man. friends and people that I have that show are people. in the know. Show people. In the other markets, other franchises, mm-hmm. and just like what do you, you know, what are you guys talking about? What do you, or just see what they're thinking, right? Because it's always good to get an outsider's perspective. No right? question. No Sometimes question. we get so deep in the weeds in our own oh, yeah. place, and you don't. That's I what I love asking other guys people about yeah. that I didn't even bring up. I did not. It wasn't like I was probing for this. Mm-hmm. They went out of their way to say to me. I wouldn't be surprised if Rabel leaves after this season. And I was like, really? I had the same reaction both times. Really? Why? And then they, you know, they gave their reason. Their reasons. And so I'm like, so twice this week, I've talked to two people in different markets in the business that said, I wouldn't be surprised if Rabel bounces after this year. And again, I wasn't probing the question. I wasn't asking them, hey, man, what do you think? It was, we're having a football conversation, and then boom. And it was like, really? Why? And I just thought that was interesting. So I've done a lot of thinking. Like, are we too close? Are we just, are we not giving this subject proper amount of attention? Like, are we going to be blindsided by this? Is this something we're going to be like, wait a minute, what? Breaking news. I mean, it, I, I don't know, before. Justin. It's I'm happened just, before. I'm but just asking. I understand. but And listen, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying that it can't happen. I'm just asking for the case. Why? Why would he do it? For what? What's the What's the purpose? What is the, what is the motivation? Why? Would he leave this franchise to go to that one? Why is, you know, Robert Kraft a better boss than Amy Adams? Why is that franchise better than this one? I understand about the history. I get it. But, you know, the way, I mean, is it the challenge of trying to return them to respectability? Is that what you want? Is that it? I mean, is, is it that simple? Could be. I, I mean, don't, I don't know. It's it's hard to go home again. So, it, it, Well, where you're beloved, you're in their ring of honor. True. Right? They just gave you a big ceremony, and then if you don't win, all those wonderful feelings go away. <laughs> I mean... So, actually, you got more to lose 
than win. I would think. Right? That, that's what you I would think. you got more to lose than gain. I, I, and because again, if things don't go well, yeah, you're not as beloved as you are right now when you're not their coach. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see it. And again, if he was a defensive coordinator, if he was not a head coach, I can totally see it. But he's here and under contract. So, so, so why? Why? Somebody tell somebody call and tell me, well, why is it other than he used to play for the Patriots? Is there any other reason? And, and again, laying out all the other things that they are facing. Who's going to be his offensive coordinator? Is he going to bring Josh McDaniels with him? Like, well, what's going on with that? You know, how's that going? And again, is he want full autonomy? He wants full control? Based on what are the Patriots going to give that to him? Is he going to work for another GM? Why would he work for another GM? There's a whole lot of things that would need to move to me that maybe can be moved rather easily that I'm not considering. And, you know, maybe this is, you know, listen, we didn't think, why would Tony Dungy leave the Buccaneers and end up in Indianapolis? I mean, it, that happened. And, you know, and. It's not impossible. I understand that it's not impossible. I'm just saying that there's a lot of moving pieces here, more moving pieces than I think people give this story credit for in order for certain things to happen. It's not that things don't make sense, but really ask yourself the question about all these things I've laid out and ask yourself, does that really make sense for any of that to happen? And then think about it again. That's all I'm saying. I want you to know I'm more in your camp than whatever I'm thinking about, right? I'm more than what you just laid out there. But I'm just trying to present of why people are talking about this. We haven't really spent a bunch of time on it. No. People are talking about it. It has been a it has been a story in Boston. It's been a national story. And people here have talked about it. We haven't really talked a bunch about it. We've 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 got other things to talk about. But it's been out there, it's been out there, it's been out there. And then I have two phone calls this week that say that unsolicited. And I'm like, hmm, should we? Like, what? Why? Are we, are we, pre- I understand why you ready? might think, like, you know, what uh, did we, are we missing this one here? Because or do we have like the wrong pulse? Because I don't, I, why, why would you, you know, so I'm just telling you that happened. And it made me think, just think, huh, should we be looking at this differently? Because the reality is I feel a lot more towards what you laid out than thinking about, huh, maybe this will happen. I think it just feels good. And and here's the other thing about and I know this is not a tipping point. I know this is not a factor, but I'm just going to throw this out there anyway. Do you really think Mike Vrabel wants to go to New England so he can be compared to Bill Belichick for the next two years? four days a week at a press conference because that's exactly what's going to happen. And, you know, and people asking him about Bill Belichick every day from fans, people on the street, all that stuff. Do you, why would you want to live in, if you're him, if you're Mike Vrabel, why would you want to go live in that shadow? It doesn't make sense to me. Can I answer that question? Because all coaches have egos and that ego, and I don't think Belichick's going to get fired I think he's going to probably retire. They're going to make him retire. Same thing. And, yeah, well, it don't look the same, though. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the same thing. You're, yeah. you're probably right, but yeah. it's all the, it's semantics. Yeah, but he, his ego's going to get him up there and because most coaches think they can win. Well, no, no they all do. They all do. Yeah. So what makes Mike Vrabel different? I mean, you, you don't think Clark Lee didn't believe right. what he said three exactly. years ago? So, no, he 100% yeah. believed it. So, Does he believe it now? 
No, he doesn't. Mm. He's looking around going, row, row, right? But but they all believe it. They're not they're not telling a lie. Yeah. To your point, Damon, that they do believe it now. Whether they can actually make it happen is is a different story. All right, we'll take another break. Come back more of the McFarland Show next. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery. And can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Yeah, I lose to Alabama. I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Like, yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. That's true. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us tonight. Raiders, Chargers. I mean. Oh, sorry. Raiders got to find a way to score some points. Chase. Lose the game three nothing. Yeah, right. I mean, NFL the the predators NFL. predators put in more more points than that. Good grief, guys! Three nothing. Three three to nothing. May want to reevaluate them some offense there. We want to have some offensive <gasps> meetings. Three nothing. Vikings have uh, ruled out uh, Alexander Madison. And they're moving Josh Dobbs to quarterback three. Speaking of the Vikings, oh, um, yeah, uh, you brought up the Predators uh, tomorrow night. They'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina, to take on the Hurricanes. So tomorrow night, six thirty puck drop. Hurricanes and Preds, almost identical records. Carolina's fifteen twelve and one. Nashville sixteen and thirteen. Sixteen thirteen and zero to be exact. And then they turn right back, uh, right back around. So a little back to back. They're home. Saturday night, hosting the Capitals. Very cool opportunity here for the Preds to continue to string together some wins and get on the plus side of 500 and gather some points here. There's starting to be a little separation there in the Western Conference I've seen by points here because typically, you know, everybody gets in packs or groups where they're one, two points apart, and then there's a break, and the next team is, you know, four or five points back. And right now the Preds are kind of in that group. They're in a group where they're – Pretty tight with a few other teams. Then the team behind them is like four, you know, four or five points back. So uh, you want to give yourself as much room as possible here as as the season goes on because every every game counts here when it gets towards uh, the end of the season and playoffs. This team missed the game by one. What was it one game last year or, or something like that or two games? It was it was really close down the stretch uh, for this team to get into the playoffs. So. Um, they got a, you know, they they got a real chance here to stay hot. And Phil Forsberg, just he has been in flago as of late. Um, and I'm starting to think, Darren, and 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 starting to understand why he did not come back at the end of last year. The rest that he got the end of last year, the full rehab he was able to get. Um, I think we are seeing a fully healthy Philip Forsberg here. Uh, this year, I know I I know I asked about when is he coming back at the end of last year after the injury, and the answer was he he didn't he didn't come back, but he's back this year and boy he looks he looks absolutely fantastic so far and has produced fantastic results uh, for the Predators and Soros has been incredibly hot as well. The team is really really clicking, really are. By the way, another fire a coach fired in, in the Western Conference. Okay. In the Predators division. Now, remember I told you, I, I can't explain it. I, I don't know why it happens. And it doesn't happen all the it's It's not every time, okay? It's not foolproof. No. But it happens a lot where they make a they make a firing in the NHL with the, on the bench with a coach. And the new guy comes in and everything changes. I don't know why that happens in hockey. Well, Edmonton fired their coach. Hmm. Edmonton's won eight in a row, by the way. Wow. Yeah. They, they've turned their whole season around. 
since firing their coach. They're eight and two in their last ten. Won eight in a row. Jeez. Jeez. We know Minnesota fired their coach. Yes. Added John Hines. Yes. They've been winning at a much, much better clip. Yeah. Winning okay. more. Winning more right, yeah. than what they were doing set the before they fire. Exactly, no, but... no, not they haven't won eight in a row. No, done that. Craig Berube, who won, there, there's a prime example. Fired the coach, worst team in hockey. Craig Berube takes over. They win the Stanley Cup. I think it was what 2019. I think that happened. Something like that. Whenever that was, he's out. So the Blues are punting on Berube. They've lost four in a row. We'll see. Hmm. So it is interesting that all the firings right now this season have come in the Predators division yeah. and the Western Conference. Apparently they think the division is, is gettable or I, I guess. Or they just decided, you know what, this is just going in the wrong direction. We're we're, we're out of here on this. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. That's a good question. Like yeah. what why is it happening? Why is it happening? Two in of the, the firings have been in the, right in the Western Conference Central. In the Central Division yeah. there. I why? don't you know. Maybe they feel like, you know, we can't be worse than the Blackhawks. It can't be worse than that. So come on, guys. Um, you know, it's the other question I would have here is if the Boston Bruins are headed to yet another record-breaking season here for them. And, you know, again, we hope that, you know, we'll see how it ends up. But wouldn't it be something if they continue their winning ways here and then it all go for not again in the playoffs wow sounds like you're rooting for that i'm not rooting for it per se but you know if the people in boston are looking for something to talk about <laughs> just saying you know if they yeah well they, they had, had a lot to talk about when they got if they've you know beat running year. short on a couple of things to talk about you know then they can start paying attention towards that direction if they want to they yeah. also have a professional basketball team that you know gotten close but no cigar mm-hmm. in recent years you know so just saying going back to our previous topic they have they have other things they can discuss if they don't you know but i understand True. i get it they get hired draymond green to do some talk radio in boston yeah I, mean, he's, I don't know why but, he's free right but now he's got plenty of time he's got time on his hand and plenty to say plenty to say always yeah, yeah. always plenty to say does draymond have so all right we'll take our final break come back wrap up thursday's edition of the mcfarland show do the next In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. 
This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team with fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. Maybe tomorrow we'll get a little Christmas music, a little Christmas flavor, get you in the mood okay. on this show. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Nate down in Columbia. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, Darren brought this up, so I thought I'd call in, kind of, I guess, ask why... It's been it's an indefinite suspension and not like a ten or twenty game suspension for Draymond Green because I mean I'm not a big I'm okay I'm not even gonna say not a big I'm not even an NBA fan but I've heard you know the spinning back or the uh, what happened with Draymond Green the other day was almost like a Nate Diaz spinning backhand in the octagon. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it indefinite and it's not you know a Suspension that is kind of set in stone. Do you remember? Hard... Do you remember a guy named Rashid Wallace? Is you that NBA? Him? Yeah, NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't because okay. like I guess I'm not an NBA guy. But do yeah. you remember taking a class in school called history? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know you have a degree uh, at MTSU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at some point in your uh, your school, you sat in your history history class. You sat point. in a history class. I promise. Yeah, I did. That is the term. It's the word history. His history. That's why he's got an indefinite suspension. The league is saying 
Hey, bro, we're, like, tired of suspending you. Like, we, we haven't even thought about how long this one's going to be, so for now, yeah. it's indefinite. Like, just go to your just room go away. and stay there, right. just and go we'll away. let you know when you can come back down. <laughs> how much longer are you going to be there till not, I say you yeah, can come we, down? Not yet, okay? We're not ready to talk about it yet. How about now? Not <laughs> nope. ready to talk about nope. it yet. Nate, you're making all my Columbia people look bad right now. No, he's... Look, it's fine. Well, well, my thing is an indefinite suspension by the term out of the dictionary, it can really mean almost anything. It means so, he's in timeout. He's an NBA timeout. And they're like, we'll get to you when we get to you. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. We're tired of your yeah. nonsense. Yeah, I, I understand what it means. But, I mean, it... It seems like, you know, they, they could have it go, for, and it's probably not going to be this because usually indefinites are a lot longer. But it could be five games. It could be 50 games. Oh, no, it I don't think it'll be done. five. Yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. I, don't think, I think it's more the I latter. Be, I don't think it's going to be It's 50. not done, yeah, but it's going to be, like, I think after the holidays, they're going to get through Valentine's Day, and then maybe they'll have a big drinking day around St. Patty's Day, and maybe they'll consider yeah. talking to Draymond Green. When they've had a couple okay. of cocktails on St. Patrick's. All right, guys. Well, sorry for making uh, Columbia look back, Damon. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> well, he's a little mm. sensitive. He's from Columbia, too. He's don't, just sensitive. Don't ask man. me about your punishment. I'll tell you when, you when I've decided on your punishment. Hey, Draymond, don't call us. We'll, we'll call, call you. you. Don't, okay? don't, don't do that. Don't, don't put your phone away. Don't call us. Don't ask me about it again. I'll let you know. We'll call you. Show enough, brother. In fact, you can just turn your phone off for now because we won't be calling anytime soon. No. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Nate, we don't have a problem. It was Columbia Man, okay? So have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll be back at it tomorrow at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then. Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show. Here's your host, Zach Gelb. three of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb Show, coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. There is no buzz. There is no hype. There is no juice about this potential Thursday night football game tonight with the Chargers and the Raiders. Easton Stick is going to be the quarterback for the Chargers and for the Raiders, it's going to be Aiden O'Connell. Woof. That is brutal. Like, who do they market for the game tonight? It's usually offensive players. Like, if they were, I guess, Devontae Adams with the Raiders and then with the Chargers, is it Khalil Mack who they would go with? I I guess it would be Khalil Mack because Austin Eckler's having a miserable.